The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are locked on now. Welcome to Locked On Now. I'm your host, Matt George, bringing you from ballpark to ballpark with a fast pass from all of last night's action with insight you can only get from the local experts on the Locked On Podcast Network. We're going around Major League Baseball like you were there for every at-bat. Let's start with the biggest game. The Giants got him again. San Francisco owns LA, NorCal owns SoCal, or at least that's been the case in the NL West. Ben Kaspik with the Locked On Giants podcast. I don't know about you, but to me, it's beginning to feel very real. The chance that the San Francisco Giants could actually win the National League West away from this Los Angeles Dodgers team. Tonight, the Giants defeat the Dodgers in a really entertaining, tight, tense, low-scoring game. 2-1, to Giants scoring the go-ahead run on a Cody Bellinger error. The Giants have now defeated the Dodgers in four of their last five meetings, including taking three out of four on the road just a few days ago. So I promise you this, the Dodgers are feeling the Giants and they are not taking the Giants lightly anymore. And the rest of the league shouldn't either. This Giants team is proving to be extremely legit. And keep in mind too, they're doing this right now with a ton of injuries. They're missing their entire starting infield and they just continue to roll. So tonight was just another example of that. And another factor is that the trade deadline is upcoming. There are rumors that the Giants are interested in Max Scherzer and that he prefers to go to a West Coast team, preferably one of the teams in the NL West. So this race is super compelling. The Giants now have a three game lead over the powerhouse Dodgers. And I don't know about you, like I said, but to me, the chance that the Giants could actually win this division is beginning to feel real. So we'll talk more about this tomorrow. We'll talk about the upcoming trade deadline. We'll talk Scherzer and all that on Lockdown Giants tomorrow, where it's your team every day. What if I had told you back in March that the San Francisco Giants would be 63 and 37 in late June with a seven and seven record against the Dodgers who won the first four meetings of the season, by the way. Hey, what's up? This is Jeff Snyder with Locked On Dodgers. So the Dodgers lost 2-1. to one. They found a new way to lose. Uh, this time it was their gold glove center fielder making a throwing error from first base where he was playing because his hamstring hurts. Uh, so, you know, that's a new way. They haven't lost that way before. So points for creativity, I guess. Uh, unfortunately, the points that matter uh, were all bad. They lost 2-1. to one. They're, they're now three games behind the Giants in the division, which means... Uh, they don't have any chance of taking over first place in this series. Hopefully they can still win the series. Uh, but as it stands right now, they're three games back of the Giants. Julio pitched really well, just allowed one run. Uh, and the, the bullpen did their job. Both Jimmy Nelson and Blake Trinan had weird uh, control issues. Nelson walked back-to-back, or, or hit back-to-back batters. Trinan walked back-to-back batters, including the one that ended up scoring the winning run, although the run was unearned. But, uh, you know, we're going to talk... Vince and I will be here tomorrow morning to talk about this game. Uh, I know I'm going to talk about the contact play. The Dodgers had a chance in the eighth inning to take the lead. Uh, Didn't get it done. And uh, anytime they have a contact play, uh, Twitter is a buzz. And that was the case tonight. Uh, If you're not familiar with the contact play or if you just want to hear my thoughts about it, 
sure to check out Locked On Dodgers in the morning, and uh, Vince will have a lot to say too, I'm sure. And check out the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I can't help but root for the Giants. They have been the Cinderella story of the season by far, and they just refuse to let the reality that they shouldn't be this good define them. They defeat the Dodgers again in the biggest game, but it's time we talk about an active legend for the best performance. Hold up. I don't expect you to be surprised by Joey Votto doing great things, but you should still admire the homer streak he is currently on. Votto still bangs, and he 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 bangs. Six times since the All-Star break twice last night, he <laughs> he's absolutely phenomenal right now. He is on fire, that, that gif of the guy walking who's completely on fire, that is Joey Votto right now. That is his first multi-homer game since 2017, the year that he should have won NL MVP. That other guy that uh, didn't deserve it as much won it instead of him. Joey Votto deserved it. Anyway, whatever. Not bitter about that at all. Vladimir Gutierrez had a nice outing as well, exactly as good as he needed to be in the bullpen. They held it together. That was um, a lot of stress-inducing, but hey. The Reds get the win. Plus, not to be outdone, forgot to mention him, Kyle Farmer, three-hit night, his second three-hit game in the last five. He's got a five-game hitting streak, and 10 out of his last 11 games, he's had a hit. Just phenomenal performance by him. He's looking at the front office and ownership saying, we don't need a shortstop. Go get some bullpen help and some pitching help, but we don't need a shortstop because I got this thing covered. We're going to talk about that and more on tomorrow's Locked On Reds podcast. Make sure you join me. I'm your host, Jeff Carr. I'll see you there. Joey Votto is just plain fun. No other way to describe him. I hope he never retires. Baseball won't be the same without him. The Yankees get a big and needed win. A streak is snapped and not even a grand slam could get the Twins a win. We go around the league next. Let's go around the league. Am I reading this right? The Yankees actually beat the Rays for once this season? This is Stacey Gossulius of Locked On Yankees, and the Yankees actually won a game in Tropicana Field. I know. I can't believe it either. Jordan Montgomery pitched five innings, didn't give up a run. And the Yankees scored three runs for him. This is a big deal because... He went a month and a half without run support. He got run support last week. The bullpen blew the game for him. He even said after that game that he was sick to his stomach after what happened. And it nearly happened again. Yankees were up 3-0. Chad Green gives up a two-run home run. Makes it 3-2. Kind of sweaty. Ryan Lamar hits a home run. Makes it 4-2. Zach Britton gives up a run. Makes it 4-3. The Rays threaten in the bottom of the ninth, but Aroldis Chapman closes it out. Again, maybe he's turning things around. So again, Yankees escape Tropicana Field. Well, they don't escape. They're going to be there for the next two nights, but at least they escape tonight with a win. I'll have a recap on the next Locked On Yankees and a preview of the next two games between the Rays and the Yanks. Adam Wainwright was dealing last night for the St. Louis Cardinals. St. Louis Cardinals beat the Cleveland Indians tonight by the final score of 4-2 as Adam Wainwright and Harrison Bader steal the show. I'm Lucas Smith of the Locked On Cardinals podcast. Adam Wainwright, the 39-year-old, continues to impress and dominate this season. He goes seven strong, striking out eight, giving up two runs tonight. 
We need to appreciate how good Adam Wainwright is because he won't be around for much longer. And without him this season, this Cardinals starting rotation would be in a lot worse shape than it already is. Adam Wainwright has impressed almost every single start he's out there. He's a leader on and off the field. There aren't enough good things to say about Adam Wainwright's play this season. There also aren't enough good things to say about Harrison Bader and his play in the last month or so. He has just been on fire since his return from the injured list. Finally starting to put it all together on the baseball field. Hitting, making contact, making tremendous plays in the outfield. This is the Harrison Bader we've been looking for for two or three years now. He's not chasing outside the strike zone. He's hitting for power. He's getting on base. He's doing it all at an electric high level. Harrison Bader could be a huge difference maker for this Cardinal offense going forward. And I know that because he already has been a huge difference maker for the St. Louis Cardinals going forward. I'll have more on Adam Wainwright, Harrison Bader, and how the Cards might be able to creep back into contention on the next episode of Locked on Cardinals. The Texas Rangers losing streak is over. Barely. Woo! Oh my God. The streak is over. It's over. 12 straight games the Rangers lost. And you know what? Now they've gone two consecutive days without losing a baseball game. Now, yesterday was because they had a bye. But they did it. A one-run win over the worst team in baseball by far. You know what? It still counts as a win. It still counts as a win. Joseph Nicholas Gallo was his Joseph Nicholas Gallo self. A three-run home run, his 25th of the season. A pair of incredible outfield assists. Just absolutely ridiculously good. Nathaniel Lowe, he gets the full Nathaniel, the full effort, the three syllables, four syllables, however many syllables, who cares? The only number that matter is the Rangers had five, the Diamondbacks had four. Great game from Nathaniel Lowe. Amazing game from Joey Gallo. And a great effort from Dane Dunning on the hill. You know, everything was fine. Everything was okay. It didn't matter, you know? Birds were singing and flying through the air. Uh, Joey was as happy as a clam. He hugged Emily Jones in the post-game interview. And, you know, for a brief moment, I forgot this team was absolutely trash. And, you know, that's a beautiful moment. Katie Ledecky won a race. Joey Gallo hit a home run. Ian Kennedy got a save. Life is good. Things are good. The Rangers are good. Uh, okay. The Rangers are better than the Diamondbacks. Suck it, Diamondbacks. Finally. The streak is over. Even a grand slam wasn't enough for the Twins to beat the Tigers. Hey, I'm Nash Walker, Lockdown Twins Podcast. Twins lose tonight in familiar but uh, equally heartbreaking fashion. Hanso Robles comes in the ninth inning, Twins leading 5-1, to one, and of course gives up a game-tying grand slam. Eric Haas has had a, a monstrous year for Detroit, really. I mean, he's been a beast, and I talked about him on the podcast the other day. He's been so good for them. He hits a game-tying grand slam. Hansel comes out. Sounds like he was uh, the he was bad at that. I was at Target Field. It was it was hot. It was muggy, and um, you know I can understand Hansel was hot and, and not feeling it either. But it, it's the same. You know, it's the same same stuff. Different day with this bullpen. It's I don't know if they're going for the record of how many games you can blow with a three plus run lead this year. But even when they're up five to one, you got to watch. You got to watch closely and, and wonder what's going to happen next. And tonight, Eric Haas uh, hit a grand slam. Mitch Garver also hit a grand slam to get things going for the Twins. Garver's been a beast. He gets hit on the hand tonight, the wrist area. Um, X-rays are negative, which is great because he's just, he's been amazing. Uh, Mitch Garver came into tonight with a 907 OPS in 45 games this year and then hits a grand slam in his first at-bat off the lefty. He's teeing it up. Very few, very few are better than Mitch Garver 
when he's teeing up fastballs like that. He is, uh, he's a beast, and I'm excited to see if he can keep it going if uh, the hand is okay. But tough twins loss in extras tonight. We're used to it at this point, but uh, it still sucks. Thanks for listening. Go Twins. Follow at Lockdown Twins on Twitter and follow at NashWalker9. Talk about an offensive explosion. The Rockies tee off on the Angels. Rock on Rockies fans. Welcome into your Locked On Now for the Colorado Rockies, the Locked On Rockies podcast host here, Paul Holden. Big night for the Rockies. Big storyline. The offense comes alive on the road, doing something the Rockies have struggled to do all year. Hit a lot on the road. This is the first time the Rockies have done this to a team in a long, long time. And, uh, you know, the cherry on top, Austin Gomber, another wonderful performance from him in this one. It was a night that Rockies fans uh, have been waiting to see on the road. So big night for the Rocks. But uh, again, the other than the offensive uh, onslaught tonight, big news. Austin Gomber looked great again with seven strikeouts over six innings. We'll break it all down right here on Locked on Rockies. There you have it. A busy and entertaining night in Major League Baseball made even more enjoyable thanks to the insight of our local experts. For more information and discussions surrounding these games and the top baseball storylines, be sure to tune into all of our local MLB podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. Until next time, I'm Matt George. We'll talk later, but are always locked on now.